Hi, I'm Andras Jones, the host of Radio 8 Ball, the daily podcast from Starburns Audio, where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. And on this week's episode, we are featuring singer-songwriter Anya Marina, whose new web series, Anya Marina, Independent Woman, is available from Warner Sound. The series features Kate Walsh, Nigel Fullerton, Ian Fidance, and other funny, talented friends of Anya's who join us to ask a question for the Pop Oracle on our show. Now, for the next two weeks, we're making a limited-run t-shirt featuring the cover of Anya's Radio 8 Ball episode available. Just go to the Radio8Ball.com and click on the shop link at the top of the page. This offer is good through June 3rd, so... Don't miss out on this opportunity to celebrate your love for Radio 8 Ball and adorn yourself with Anya Marina's face. A podcast network. Hey, I'm W. Earl Brown, but my friends call me Earl. You're listening to Radio 8 Ball. Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. We're in the studio tempting fate Putting questions to the songs that we will randomly select Here with the help of our friend Synchronicity And now it's time for The Radio 8 Ball Give Us a Shake Back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picky musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, hanging out here at the Vanilla Sky Lounge at the Lounge Studios in Midtown Manhattan with our musical guest, Andrea Whitkins. Hello. And now, joining us on the mic, we have a legit, honest-to-goodness, you've heard that they exist... New York City actor. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Chris Coffey. Thank you very much. I do exist. Yeah, there are a few of us around here. Yeah, you're like a legendary, you're a species of legend. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I mean, you know, there's there's a little tiny community called... uh, Thespians running around Midtown. <laughs> so tiny. It's all yeah. the rare sightings. And rare I live sighting. in a building literally on 43rd Street around the corner full of like, fe- people like I us. Love when, I love when New York actors talk about their street numbers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it sounds so legit. It's like yeah. when, you know, it's like when cowboys talk about rustling things. Right. Right, yeah, you know, you know the forty third night. Yeah, we, I mean, Jesus, we don't. Yeah, yeah. it just sounds so no. legit. You've been over to the forty. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a corner. Of I know several right people there. in that building. Yeah, that's right. It's a it's a performing arts building. I mean, walking around they New York City, I was rehearsal spaces yeah. in the building. I was saying to my friend, like, why, like everyone, whether or not you've lived in New York City, everyone in America feels like they've lived in New York City because so yeah. much of our culture. Has come out so many movies and yeah. songs and books and stories, everything yeah. and TV shows. I feel like I feel like that a little bit with LA, but, but I spend a lot more time there. So, but when I come to New York, I always have this sense of feeling like I'm a little bit of a New Yorker, even though I'm not at all. Right. Never lived here. Right. I mean, I've stayed here for like most maybe ten days. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. 
I feel like I've spent a huge amount of my cultural life yeah. here. Now, are you from New York City? No. In fact, I'm from the Midwest, not far from Sturgeon Bay, Wisconsin. All the best New Yorkers. Yeah. James Dean. Right. Yeah, the Midwesterners. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yes, but that's when I was a one, kid, but... I would watch the nightly news, Dan Rather, and I would mm -hmm. see all the news coming from New York and think... That is an entirely different planet that I want to see someday. Mm -hmm. Me too. Yeah. And I've, you know, I've spent 20 years, almost 20 years. You've been here for 20 years. Yeah, almost. Yeah. So uh, 90. What? When did I get here? 99. 99. So, it's yeah. so. It is 20 years. It is 20 years. It's right. now. It's now a fact. You can make it anywhere. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. I really can't. Sorry, yeah. people. I'm just going to be piling on the cliches, <laughs> like a, you know, like a tourist. So. Uh, so you so you moved to New York to become an actor, yeah, or, or to be yeah. in, to pr practice your craft as an actor. Um, well, I went to grad school as an actor uh, from '96 to '99, and um, no, at the Yale Drama School in Connecticut. Ooh, uh, which sounds really fancy. It at is time, fancy. It was, it was in a state of complete chaos, but it was a great. It was a great opportunity, and I met a lot of incredible people who I still am close to, and are you know making movement in the business so it's you know i feel very lucky to be a part of that whole that whole uh what would they call that uh it's a it's a mafia of sorts yeah. well yeah, i mean yes. meryl streep and yeah. sigourney weaver exactly exactly a few other people probably. yeah but i do feel very fortunate that i do not oscar isaacs a he's a yale guy isn't he not sure I don't maybe know. i felt like i read that I love that guy anyway but I, I would make a living here in the, in the in the in the city, always scrounging to survive, keep a head over my you know a roof over my head, and uh, you know it's it's always a struggle. But I always feel very grateful to be doing what I love to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you? Uh, so what's the last thing that, uh, that you acted in? Um, let's see. I just shot a film uh, up in Maine, a short film, which was. Uh, which was a lot of fun. It's about a couple who spends their entire lives. Uh, they actually left uh, the Pacific Northwest and bought an island off the coast of Maine and lived there off the grid for 40, 50 years, became kind of local celebrities, but really only just because they defied the odds and was able to sort of live off the land for so long. And myself and my wife played the younger version while... Um, Loudon Wainwright actually played the older version Whoa. of me. Fun. And, uh, and uh, Becky Ann Baker played the... Uh, I could the, see uh, you aging into being Loudon yeah, Wainwright. Yeah, me too. So, yeah, I, I, I had not met him before, but, but we had some... It, it was like, yeah, okay, yeah. Or I could see you aging down to Rufus Wainwright. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> sure. Or I could like see that. you transitioning to Martha Wainwright. Yes. Oh, see, no. I love Martha Wainwright. Mm. You don't like Martha? No, I do, yeah. yeah. He just doesn't want to yeah. transition. I, yeah, well, you know, well I'm, I'm happy to try that. Yeah. You probably don't want to get old either, but it's going to yeah. happen. I'm not saying you're going to transition. Yeah, I'm, I'm not just saying. Old at all right now. If I could be a Wainwright, yes. why not? Which, yeah, yeah. Why not be a Wainwright? I, I, I why totally not? Agree. That could be a, like a reality show right there. Why not a Wainwright? That's yeah. Good. I like this. Because like because I'd Actually, rather be an Arquette. You gotta get Loudon on this. <laughs> show, oh, I actually. would love to have Loudon Wainwright on oh the show. Gosh, Even as as soon as you said it, I was like, makes so much sense. Yeah, Andrea, why didn't you invite 
if you knew he was working with Loudon, why didn't you bring yeah. it up? I actually did not know that until right now. I, I that, should have yeah. you know, texted Loudon as I was walking exactly. over. Because he's over on 44. Really? Oh, jeez. What? Oh, call him now. <laughs> anyway. Well, uh, well and, uh, and, and are you... Are you, you're obviously a fan of Andrea's. How Huge do, fan. How do you two know each other? Yeah, we go back quite a ways. I know. Um, Our friend Joe Cafton yeah. is how we originally met in yeah. Seattle. Yeah. And Joe Joe is also um, from, uh, I guess, like I, Door County, Wisconsin, which is everything always goes back to Door County, Wisconsin, clearly, yeah. Yeah. in my life. Um, <laughs> but Joe and Chris had been telling me about this festival, and I'd met you when you came into Seattle to visit Joe and... Joe is a dear friend. Joe, I'm sure, has been at Radio 8-Ball shows in Seattle, you know, so yeah, some synchronicity there. Yeah. In fact, a lot of my relationship to Seattle is is one degree from from our friend Joe Captain, who mm-hmm. was producing an album that you and I were yeah, both, we both sang a part on of, it. which were, which was goes back almost 20 years as well, like yeah, 2000. The, the Edge of Breakfast. One. Yeah, exactly. I had to actually call Joe earlier and be like, I remember seeing Andrea and... McGeever and Jim McGeever, who, yeah. I, who he's you're phoning in later on, yeah, uh-huh. uh, at a club, and Joe had to clarify, but it was St. Cloud, yeah, St. Clouds, St. 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 Clouds, yeah, and that would have been, yeah, and I was blown away by, by, as everyone is, dishes. yeah, as everyone so is. I've been a huge fan of hers for a long time, and I try to see her as often as I can, see her play and visit, and yeah big fan so i really appreciate you bringing me here today oh, i'm excited to have you here yeah. well let's dig into this musical divination what sure. is your question for well, the pop oracle Chris i, I you know i i had a i had a couple of questions and i the first one i thought well i kind of want to dive into politics and ask and then i thought no i don't want to talk about politics it's not i can't <laughs> okay. i'll go there if you want to <laughs> i just don't i don't want to i don't want to go down that road and then i thought let's just go even further let's just get even darker than that oh yeah oh, dark. And then i thought i thought let's just talk about you know, the existence of humanity. Okay, okay well, you know, reading, it's a sad thing, but yeah, go for well, it. Yeah. You know, I was reading this article this morning, actually, and the title of the article was The Rapid Decline of the Natural World is a Crisis Even Bigger Than Climate Change. And there was a three-year study by the UN that just came out from the Intergovernmental Science Policy Platform on Biodiversity and Ecosystem Ooh. Services that says we are doomed as a species and a race. And I am wondering, uh, I would really like to ask the Oracle if, if uh, the existence of mankind is in fact truly doomed or if we are somehow going to survive this, uh, this time and place where we're at right now. That's no pressure on our friend Andrea. No. Nothing. I can no. handle it. Yeah. My songs can yes. handle it. Yes, you can. <laughs> Surely can. Okay. Yeah. Um, they they make a lot of magic in Sturgeon Bay, so. <laughs> and here guaranteed we go. your That's song true. will be coming from Sturgeon Bay because they all do uh, on this wheel. So now to engage the pop oracle to figure out the fate of humanity, <laughs> you, Chris Coffee, get to spin the wheel of eight. Na, 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 na. We love it. Song number five. Girl in a box. Mm. Ooh, wow. Good answer. Mm. Okay. I signed on the line. How could 
Andrea Witkins with Girl in a Box, the answer to Chris Coffey's question, are we doomed, Mm. basically? Yeah, yeah. So I have some ideas about how that, I immediately actually, just from the title, had an idea, but before we get into our interpretations, Chris, let's go to the horse's mouth. Yes. <laughs> uh, you can edit that out. And you wrote this song. You wrote this song with. I wrote this song with my dear friend Liv Mueller and at the Dark Song. So I guess Festival. the Mule's Mouth is really what the Mule's I Mouth. Yes. Yes. So tell us a little about the background of that of, where, of the um, song, where it comes from. This was written at the Dark Songs Festival at the Holiday Music Motel in Sturgeon Bay, Wisconsin. Uh, it is about a woman who basically gets cut open every night because she's a magician's 
assistant. So she goes into the box, gets sawed in half, but then comes back to life. Um, that was kind of the, the the start to it. Do you want to know my thoughts on? Uh, we're not interpreting. Well, yet. either this way, just a, you, yeah. you get to lead. This is where this is all on you. I don't know. I just want to. Say, I rarely get this because I can be, you know, pretty just uh, closed off German trying to hold on to chord progressions and you know. But I had a pretty visceral reaction yeah. while singing that song after right. hearing that question. I've never had goosebumps singing that song before, and I, yeah. I felt. Yeah. Like the, the 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 aspect of it of the phoenix rising from the ashes and the and the like hope you know I am rising again. I had a very uh, and I'm a real pessimistic nihilistic person, but I, I had a really uh, kind of a positive feeling, and there was something also special about it being female, like a girl in the Definitely. box rising. I felt very much like you know Mother Earth, you know futures female. Um, yeah. anyway, I got, I got a good vibe off of it and I don't, I don't yeah. usually get good vibes off of things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would Love never that. know. Yeah. So maybe that's why we get along. Yeah. Oh, We're both just nihilists. Yeah. We're yeah. smiling nihilists. We like to, we, yeah. yeah, we just <laughs> smile right into the abyss. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Chris, what did you think about that is yeah, the answer to the question. She's literally sawed in half yeah. and is resurrected. Yeah. That's incredible. And I love the sort of mother quality the uh the the female quality because mm-hmm. i do think women are the solution to most of our problems and i mm-hmm. think it's your your turn as it were that mm-hmm. uh, we get uh, us men gave it a world to try and and we fucked it all we messed it all up <laughs> you know so i i i love that that you got goosebumps and that uh yeah. it, it resonated in a, in a different way that really was about yeah. um such a huge theme well, and there's also something about, uh, you know, a magician, like you're getting sawed in half for show, for commercial, oh, yeah. for commercial yep. gain, you know, like maybe I, I think of like even just like a sideshow, like collecting money, you know, do, doing tricks. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a lot of where we're getting ourselves into pickles in all sorts of areas of, you know, humanity is like, it's like this facade. The smoke of like, and mirrors of. Smoke and mirrors of, you know, like how, yeah, how big is your car? How big is your, how, how much power do you have? How much money do you have? How much, you know, like it's all that showness that's, you know, actually getting in the way of the humanity of it, you know? Yes. But, um. Well, I had a couple of ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, I, 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 tend to think more about feminine and masculine than women and men mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I we definitely the the feminine aspect is definitely a healing thing. Mm-hmm. I think that women and men are equally fucked up. Yeah. By the masculine consciousness and that we are starting to like be able to have all have more access to that feminine consciousness and maybe just to finding some balance. Right. So I feel like that's, I feel like we've had the feminine in a box. And mm. so it's like, I mean, I appreciate the, the will to say the, the desire to say, Oh, we fucked it up, but you know, you didn't fuck it up, Chris. You know, I mean, you haven't had time. Nor have I, most people, you know, but, but we have all been fucked up by the, by this overwhelming, imbalance of overwhelming masculine consciousness and keeping the feminine in a box. So there's that. And then I also think about the idea of the difference between fake magic and real magic. Yeah. Because this is a a song about the fake magic of, you know, the show magic. Right. But the, I don't know, the alchemy of writing a song and having the chills and having that, that's real magic. That's real magic. 
and that goes more to that sense of like what you know what could be possible. Yeah, that's and, a really yeah. good point. And then when you were talking about ha- like Hass, I was just listening to. Uh, I don't know. I guess I've been. I, I have it on my mind because I was just listening to an episode of uh, Counterspin, the the podcast from Fairness and Accuracy in Reporting, and they were talking about the debate on Medicare for All, and that people like the idea that well, maybe there, we, maybe there's some moderate halfway point where. So you know we got to be the responsible thing isn't just to give everyone health care and solve the problem. We need to do half of that, and that's the more responsible thing. Let's just cut it in half, right. and half as many people will die without health care. Health care, but then maybe we'll keep half as many of the insurance companies in business, as opposed to saying no, half measures aren't going to work. Right? There's not some halfway between the truth and what is false. There right. is there are actual truths. Mm-hmm. Science. If science says there's climate change and then somebody says there isn't, there's not some sort of halfway agreement where we're like, well, yeah. you say there is and you, and you say there isn't, so let's just keep doing what we're doing yeah. and talk about it some more, which works maybe in relationship sometimes, like you know, where, how we're going to put the cups when we dry them right. in a relationship. Like, but it doesn't necessarily yeah. work in the real world of this stuff that we're facing. And so this idea of cutting, this, cutting the feminine in half and saying, well, we'll have half... Yeah, Half of the yeah, feminine consciousness. A, yeah, <laughs> we need yeah, it all, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, in in order for there to be balance, right? Yeah. So yeah, all of those things were going through my mind when I was yeah, listening to that song great. as the answer to the question. Yeah. Um, so those are just my ideas, my thoughts. Yeah. You know how do the, how do we shift the momentum of the direction that the planet is heading? It's happening. Well, it's happening. And- yeah, I mean that's it's well, it is coming down to the wire, right? It I is. mean, yeah, and we are seeing that. Th- well, did you, did you see what uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez came out with? Just like just recent, like the last day or so, someone they came out with a poll that said everyone has a negative opinion about Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, except women and people of color and people under the age of thirty five, and she's like. So basically, old white men are everyone, and everyone else is the exception. Yeah. <laughs> and I would be—I guess I would qualify in that. Uh, yeah. I guess as the as the as the everyone, and even though even I am still with her. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. but I just think again that sort of idea of there there is a certain there, well, I guess when you, as the idea for hope that there are these voices that, that are, are speaking yeah. this truth, and no matter what the you know the the establishment. That exists may try and cut it up like that. Right. Cut it up like the woman in the box. Yeah, yeah, it's very easy to point out. Well, you're completely ignoring a far greater majority of the yeah. people yeah. who are actually everyone. Right. Right. Uh, and I also thought the idea that you talk about an illusion. Mm-hmm. I'm an illusion for you. And maybe this is the nihilist optimist, the utopian nihilist to me. Mm-hmm. Is just the idea that this all is an illusion. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it's it's easy to say, I mean, because we're making the decisions for all these other species that are dying off because yeah, of us. Yep. And that's, I don't want to say that their existence is an illusion. But when I think about it for myself, the idea that all of this is Maya or like what the, you know, in, I don't know, is that in Buddhism? They say uh, that Maya is the illusion of existence mm-hmm. where the reality is what's behind it and what we're always, you know, what where art comes from and where life actually comes from so well along those lines i think the planet 
will survive no matter what. It's whether or not you we know, do. We yeah. do. Yeah, and, and we maybe there's a another you know, as you said, you know, Buddhists or people would say like we will still our spirits will be out there somewhere. Perhaps. We just might not be walking around ashes, driving SUVs. And, it'll start yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it has to go that way. Reborn, like Morella. Yes, yeah. reborn like a cat. <laughs> like those crazy Like mushrooms. a wolf. Like a mushroom. <laughs> like a mushroom, like a hallucinogenic mushroom. Crazy yes. morels. Well, well, Chris, where can we, this is going to be coming out in May. Is yeah. there anything that we can be looking for? Oh, we'll look for sure. this uh, film with you and Loudon. Uh, of course, yeah. They've got a film coming out, uh, it's called We Were an Island. We Were an Island. Yeah, I've got a film coming out in the Tribeca Film Festival coming up, um... I guess that's going to be, it'll be in the rear view mirror if this is coming out in May, but yeah. um, end of April is the Tribeca Film mm-hmm. Festival. There's a, there's a film that I'll be uh, in with uh, uh, Brian Dennehy mm-hmm. and Kenan Thompson. And, yeah, and, uh, and uh, Lorraine Bracco plays oh. this, uh, this kind of acting coach guru. And, and uh, yeah, it's a great, it's a great film. That's that I think is going to make some, some good waves. Yeah. What's it called? Oh, and that is called master Maggie. Master Maggie. Who's master Maggie? Lorraine. Lorraine. And uh, are you, are you one of her patients? I'm (laughs) no, Denny he is. And, and Kenan Thompson is. I'm the deliverer of news. I'm just going to say that. I can't give away the okay. twist. You're the deliverer of, of news. Of, of, perhaps, of interesting news. You bust, burst in and say, we're doomed! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Have you read the paper? Just just <laughs> fold up now. We're done. <laughs> Good night. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for, for being a part of this. Thank you for Chris. having me. What this a is pleasure. a real pleasure. Yeah. I, and I just love that. So, and I love the interpretation of, of this conversation. It makes me feel better. Good. I know, I feel hopeful. I didn't think I, I was too. going to. I did too. Well, this is one of those things. People often think that they have to ask a positive question. And I I am I feel great about looking. I think the more real the question is, the more serious it is, the more likelihood that you're going to gain some inspiration from it. So I really appreciate your yeah. being willing to ask a, a really dark and challenging question that mm-hmm. might have, you know, that some people might have been like, oh, that, that's a bummer. But not for me. I <laughs> but, love it. No, that we're obsessed with. Yeah, I've become just constantly go down the rabbit hole every day on this. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Thank you so much. Thanks Thank you, Chris. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. We hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. For more info about our show, visit Radio8Ball.com, where you'll find the Radio 8 blog, our Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the pop oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you give us good reviews and ratings, that really helps get the word out. Until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Show. It's a good show.